0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of Easy and PK Talk Fantasy Football, joining you live from Easy's beautiful Garden View apartment here in Apple Valley. Got quite the view off the back, Ease. What do you see back there usually? Any deer?
1: We got some deer back there, uh, like we were talking before, we kind of a coyote back there every once in a mm-hmm. while. We used to have turkeys come through every day, but... They've seemed to find a new home or something. We don't see them. Maybe anymore. they got. Maybe they got shot.
0: Maybe or they or they got shot. <laughs> it it or, could be Or ran over
1: by a car. Or one one of the two. Somebody's Thanksgiving they, dinner. They like to walk in the street, so maybe. Yeah, they're not the maybe smartest. Maybe they got people, picked you? off or something. Who yeah. knows?
0: Did you know that Benjamin Franklin wanted the national bird to be the turkey? Really? Yeah, he was a big. Really? He's a big proponent of the turkey over the uh, bald eagle. So, mm-hmm. little little tidbit. The American say the American bird could have been your run-of-the-mill turkey. Look,
1: looking out at the trees out there, I was watching a comedy show the other day, and the ditzy girl said, "You know, what what's the forest favorite subject in school?"
0: What's the forest favorite subject in school?
1: I don't know. Geometry get it G. am a tree <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> just good. a just a little dumb one to throw in there yeah there you go there's your dad joke
0: for this episode yep oh funny well yep. exciting stuff we just finished up the first round of playoffs and we had a lot of action obviously a number of storylines to talk about You've made some pretty extensive notes this week, Ease. Did you have some, some time on your hands? I had
1: some time on my hands to go through and really analyze each game and see what was working, what wasn't working, what guys have been hot, what guys have been cold, well, the whole shebang. Well, I'm
0: I'm not going to claim that I did all of this research, but I'll use some of your notes. But why don't you
1: start us off with with Josh and Jake? All right, with Josh and Jake, we got the banana stand versus one of the dumpster fighters in our league Jake uh, Teagues is the other one don't know exactly how that works but in that game uh, Josh did end up winning 164 to 151 which falls exactly in line with what we were actually saying the week before where we said Josh would probably pull it out but the sleeper app had him winning by 20 yeah and we thought it would be a lot closer than that and it wasn't a lot closer, but he you know, beat him by only 14, so we were right in there. And Josh really won despite a number of things. First off, he didn't win the quarterback battle. Uh, Justin Fields and Russell Wilson only got him 27 points combined, whereas Jake got 34 out of Easton Stick, believe it or not, and Trevor Lawrence so usually it's hard to win when you lose the quarterback battle when there's two quarterbacks going for each team but Mm -hmm. josh managed there and he also did not have tyreek hill or keenan allen that is literally 50 points right there tyreek is 25 to 30 every week and keenan allen was catching 10 passes every week he only got 15 and a half points out of iuk and Diggs. Ayuk has really fallen off since since your boy came on, Debo. He's been catching two touchdowns a game, it seems like. Mm -hmm. Diggs has really fallen off the map. I just checked it uh, this morning, and since week 10, he's only had one double-digit point game. So Buffalo's really changed their strategy around on offense with their they booted off their offensive coordinator. Yeah. And got another one and they've really gone to the running game and mm-hmm. short passing game. Yeah. Yeah, I caught a little bit of that
0: game last week and it's mostly just Josh Allen with quarterback sneaks and like quick quick dump-offs to Cook, right?
1: Pretty much. Yeah, the, yeah, that was it. Did um, they put the take it to Dallas? Yep. In Buffalo last week? Or? Oh, yeah, it was a it was
0: a whooping. Yeah, wow. Usually Dallas puts that kind of whooping on people. Exactly. This was Buffalo's turn yep. in Buffalo to put it to A little,
1: little different environment up there in Buffalo yeah. than down there in Dallas. He had Ty Chandler on the bench, which you can't blame him because up until now he hasn't done mm-hmm. much. But last week he did go for 100 yards and a touchdown, had a few catches. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vikings
0: first hundred yard game in a year yeah. and a half or something, right? Since yeah, since Cook like did that. it sometime last year.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because Madison hasn't done it. Madison runs hard, but he doesn't break off long ones. Mm-mm. Josh, but despite all that, you know, he, he made up for it by collecting double digit points at every other position, led by Aman, Saint, Amon. Say Bro- Amon Ra. Amon Ra. Saint, Saint Brown. Brown. Thank yes. you very much. Yes. He had 27 points, and Jake put a good effort in, but then he just couldn't get enough points out of the likes of Drake London, Evan Ingram, mm-hmm. Pollard, Devontae Smith. I think they were all single-digit point scorers. So in the end, Josh pulled it off, 164 to 151, and he will be moving ahead to play this week. Yeah, we,
0: I think both were concerned that Josh had to play in this week, even though I don't think he expected to have to play in this week up until the last minute, essentially, right? Like
1: exactly. we talked yep. about two weeks yep. ago,
0: he missed out on the first round bye by less than two points. Going into a this week, he had a three game losing streak. Yep. And you just listed all the number of things that Josh had to overcome to and still win, and it just speaks to the the depth exactly. of his team exactly. that he's built all this uh, this entire season. I thought Jake would get a better game out of Ingram and and Lawrence. I, you know, I was talking about them two weeks ago, how they kind of they killed me off last year in the playoffs. But Ingram just didn't didn't have it. They were not in that game. No, yeah, I was watching that, and yeah, know. it didn't uh, it didn't line up. So Josh's depth got him over the hump here, and I think I think this is just the the beginning for Josh. He might just end up rolling into the into the championship. Just, he just. A little bump in the road, but now he's got it back going in the right direction, and I see Josh winning this week against is this Aaron Bavakwa that he plays against?
1: Yes, yep.
0: Um, and he's currently projected to beat Aaron at even though Aaron was the, the the higher seed in this game. But we'll talk more about that coming up here. The uh, preview to the next to the next week. The other first round playoff game really wasn't much of a game at all. Uh, Bob doubled up on Adam on one eighty five to ninety two. Adam down the stretch wasn't really putting out the the points a play it wasn't a typical playoff team No, it though. was not a playoff push. he He made the playoffs, got his dynasty pot triggered by clinching his division probably by well before Thanksgiving. yeah like by early November he yeah. was he was a division <laughs> champ. As the as the uh, end of the season approached, it seemed like he made a couple of trades to kind of get rid of some aging players and pick up some more picks, which is just what Adam likes to do is get more picks. So I didn't think Adam had a chance going into this one. I, I doubt he was very confident. And Bob now is on a seven-game win streak. I
1: believe so. He
0: is rolling. Bob hasn't lost since Halloween for sure. 185 points in the playoffs is definitely something to to consider as a strong a strong team so he takes on john this week he he beats adam and wins the pleasure of taking on
1: that's (laughs) his his prize here's your (laughs) prize
0: bob and he's got a chance to knock uh the perennial golden football super bowl contender john off uh this week but adam got single digit games out of seven of the 11 positions including two double zeros from both of his Buffalo receivers, Buffalo. what is
1: it? Buffalo scored fifty points, but who scored it? It was it just Cook. It was clearly James Cook running and catching short passes all over the place, and Josh Allen just, just sneaking just in, bowling people over. Yeah, yeah. wow.
0: It's uh, He got zero points from Kincaid and Gabe Davis. That's yeah, you can't. That's that's a that's a killer. It's
1: unbelievable.
0: Yeah, Buffalo. The what he, what they did to Dallas last week without. Pretty much any wide receiver doing much of anything is pretty crazy. What what do you got here on your notes? Uh, these are all easy's notes. Uh, Brock Purdy and the Colts defense were Adams' uh, two high scores. So uh, that, when you're relying on a defense to be your your second high score, that's not a good sign. No, and in Bob, even though Prescott didn't have the quite the game that he has in the past, he only had
1: six points. He hasn't had has his worst game of the season, I think. Right? Easily by far, he, they pretty pretty much went from. Uh, MVP caliber worthy. Now they're not even... Not even talking about They're saying, yep, not a chance anymore. Not not even in
0: in the conversation. But we talked about Bob's three aging but seasoned veterans at wide receiver, and they all came through with at least 50 yards and a touchdown. Two of them eclipsed 100 yards. James Cook, we already talked about this, is on Bob's team, 39 points in the playoffs. A lot of short passes. I saw the one where he... He he ran out of slot and did like the the corner route the, and, yep. and just. Did you see the Did you see that play I'm talking about? Because that's like I think
1: so. Yeah, he like I caught it at his shoe
0: tops. Yep. it was very incredible hand dexterity for a, for a running back. Was that the one for the touchdown? Yeah, the or, one yeah, for the touchdown. Yeah. Yep, like the the pass was kind of at his knees, and he reached down and just kind of plucked it out of the air with his fingertips. Mm. And I was like, that's that's pretty wide good. receiver that's, hands. That's right wide there. receiver hands for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this week. With the playoffs coming up, do you want to skip to the playoff matchups? We got kind of already talked about them, and then we'll we'll shift to the consolation bracket, the games that really matter. The games with, that matter, yeah. With, with you and I, and the them. games We're-
1: that matter with the managers that matter. Yeah,
0: exactly. But let's let's talk playoffs. Uh, you want to preview the first one?
1: All right, the first playoff semifinal. Like we talked about, it's John versus Bob. Uh, sleeper app had this pretty much as a coin flip going into Thursday night. They just had John winning 51% to 49%, which, like I said, that's a coin flip. John did come in kind of, you know, sputtering down the stretch, whereas Bob can't seem to lose. He's like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. He's just bursting through think, the wall. every wall he gets through. He I just, think he could try and lose, and he'd still win yeah, somehow, Yeah, that's kind of where the role he's on right now. But but everything does zero come the playoffs. So this one should be a good one. Unfortunately for Bob and fortunately for John on Thursday night, John had Puka Nakua, who went off for, I think he had like nine catches, 140 some yards and a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Either way it was, I think it was like 36 points. So John's already out to a sizable lead. It's really when you look at this matchup to me it's the wide receivers that are gonna determine the winner we just talked about puka john also has aj brown um a couple other good wide receivers and then like we talked about with bob he has his his aging but definitely reliable vets cooper cup mike evans and uh who is the other one Devonte adams and Devonte adams yep So that's that game, and we'll see what happens. Like I said, John's off to an early lead, but you never know.
0: Yeah, youth versus experience in the wide receiver positions. Uh, The two players you were trying to come up with are Garrett Wilson and Justin Jefferson.
1: Oh, yeah, Justin Jefferson. How could I forget?
0: Yeah, and he's got Sam Laporta, tight end for Detroit, playing as well. And uh, he's playing against the Vikings defense, and we'll see how that goes. For for him
1: and John's deep at receiver too. If he decides to switch anyone out, because like he has he has Jordan Addison, he has
0: Marvin Mims. Mar- yeah, he's he's loaded. Yeah, he's actually got Addison in at the flex position uh, right uh, now. All right, he's yep. actually playing Addison at flex currently instead of a quarterback because his quarterback is still in the concussion protocol. C.J. Stroud has already yep. been declared out for the yep. week, so
1: that he is.
0: He's just gonna run a bunch of bunch of wide receivers out there which is totally gonna work because they're good wide receivers it's his
1: wide receivers if we tried to do that it wouldn't work out no. so good no
0: no we could put a couple of tight i bet he could
1: put a couple of his tight ends in there and they'd all have yeah record days he's got
0: he's got the dallas shoon maker i challenged john to slide shoon maker in there instead of jordan addison i bet he still pulls off the victory he's a loyal listener to the pot so he'll he'll think about it at yeah. least yeah yeah the other playoff matchup, is, which I already talked about a little bit, Josh versus Aaron Bavakwa. Much like Bob, Aaron comes in hot. I uh, just had the first round bye, and Josh had to fight for his spot in the semifinals here. But this should be a, a pretty good one. According to the app, it's going to be uh, pretty close. Yeah, it's uh, right now it's 152 to 148. Josh had one player play Alvin Kamara didn't do so hot, less he than 10 did points. He not do much, no. So I think maybe Josh had a better chance before that, but that was, yeah, he didn't even get half his projection.
1: That one hurts. Yeah,
0: and Aaron's got Eckler, um, DJ Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, Cole Komet. D-
1: does he have Pittman in the starting lineup now? He does Cause right he now. Because he just cleared the concussion protocol. Very good. Yeah, he's still questionable right now, but is scheduled to play. And he's been rolling down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I know that was one of the... I kept when me and him were fighting for that playoff spot, it was always Pittman, Pittman, Pittman. Just like
0: just picking up points. Uh, Pittman's number 11 wide receiver currently ranked and 30th overall. But yeah, he's had 19 points, 30 points, 23 points, 16, 14, 18, 17. So he's certainly a, a wide receiver number one in... In Indianapolis,
1: anyway. I just read that on the hit he took, he didn't even remember it at all. Oh, and I'm not even sure if if you're aware or not, but the guy that gave him that hit is suspended for the rest of the season. Oh,
0: is that the one that Tom Brady came out and called called out Maybe. saying like, yeah, know. Tom Brady said something on social media this week, basically defending the defender, saying if the quarterback didn't throw such a terrible pass. Putting the, led, yep. yeah yeah wouldn't have led to he said he lay off the defenders because it's the quarterback's fault and and play calling situational football is basically what Tom Brady seems to be um, putting that you know ca- causing There's, all this
1: I don't necessarily agree with it on that play but i agree with it on a lot like a lot of the quarterback runs where then the quarterback slides Mm -hmm. usually he's sliding already as the defender is like diving towards him. yeah and yet they call him for a 15 yard like what what are you supposed to do it's football
0: yeah yeah i'm thinking back to um the Las, uh, las vegas game vikings jefferson goes up like high over the middle yeah the quarterback just hung him out to dry. Exactly. He very easily could have just said, "Nope, I'm just gonna let that one sail over <laughs> my head." But he went up to get, make the play, took a shot to the to the kidneys, and had to sit out the rest of the game. Uh, fortunately, we won. But um, yeah, these quarterbacks are just not putting their receivers in good positions, mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. positions to catch the ball. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a good matchup between um, Aaron Bavakwa and Josh. Uh, if I had to pick, I think it's Josh, uh, just. Based on the firepower that he has. Getting
1: Tyreek Hill back helps him. Yeah, did he, Is he been practicing it's, all week? Yep. Or, okay. It sounds like he's going to be playing. Nice, yeah. He's still questionable,
0: but if St. Brown can catch against the Vikings, which the Vikings are pretty susceptible to chunk plays, especially since they drop into that three-deep zone all <laughs> the time. We'll probably have the lead with two minutes left oh, and gu- then... Uh, guaranteed. yeah. We've we've seen this we've seen this play out about ten times this season haven't we easy Yeah, we have. It's so funny. So all right, you want to talk consolation bracket? Constellation oh, bracket. Oh, this is the this is us. If you guys are sick of winning and watching winners play, you should check out this constellation bracket because this is this is good <laughs> we, football right here.
1: We got the we got the goods. Uh, in the first game, uh, Jim beat Teague's. Uh, but lost Jamar Chase in the process. I think I don't have it, all. I don't have to use his roster up on my iPad right now, but I know he was playing without Pachenko, without Nico Collins. C.D. Lamb didn't have a good game up in Buffalo. He was able to pull off the surprising upset and it will be me playing him in the, in the semifinal round coming up here.
0: How do you feel about it? How, do you, how do you feel? I like my chances. You do.
1: Sorry, Jim. Yeah, I really like my chances. Uh, yeah. You, why, Especially without Jamar Chase. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah,
0: you're you're projected
1: to win one
0: fifty <laughs> to one hundred six at this point. Yeah. Yeah, with no Chase, he's got Wandale Robinson in there and DJ Shark as his, as two of his three wide receivers. JSN is a very capable receiver, but. Oh, oh yeah, he's um, he needs to switch out uh, Stevenson. Stevenson. Stevenson just got declared yep. out, and he's got him in his in his spot. I think spot he
1: there. has, I think he has a chain or whatever on his bench, so you'll yeah. probably put him in and get or Mason 10, Rudolph. Or Mason Rudolph. He picked up
0: Mason Rudolph this week, so maybe he wants to play with Mason Rudolph. But
1: either way, he'll get what 10, 12 points added to his projection. Yeah, I still. Still I like my good. chances. <laughs> yeah, you had a couple players
0: play this um, this week already. And Kyron Williams had 104 yards and a touchdown. That kid's good.
1: He has been quite the pickup. Yeah. I think he's now the. I think he's the sixth ranked running back, and he's only and he sat out what four or five games.
0: Yeah, I'm, I got his. I got his player card up right now. I like looking back at players and their history. You ever go into their history, like all their, like, transaction history? What, where no. They yeah. So he went undrafted last year, picked up as a free agent after the draft by Shunk, waived by Shunk, added by John two months later for $8, dropped by John a month later, picked up by John for $42. Really? The day after he dropped him. Um, don't know. That must have been a mistake. It must either. have been a good game or something. Or I don't know. He, he dropped him on November 22nd, picked him up for $42 on the 23rd. Maybe John just doesn't like money and just decided to just throwing even, it around. Yeah, he just even out the playing field for the rest of us, I guess. Then John waves him again, December twentieth. <laughs> Josh picks him up for zero dollars the twenty first, and then the offseason. Waived by Josh on May 4th, picked up by Joey on September fourth, and then traded to Aaron Bavakwa for uh, jameson Jamison Williams along with Cortland Sutton, and then finally ends up with you. You got him for Terry McLaurin, a first round pick. And a third-round pick, so that's that's his history so far. That's his history. Yeah, as as of October twenty-first, he's your top top running back, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you got McCaffrey. I got McCaffrey. He's a he's a good. And I
1: got Rashad White, who's actually I think he's like the fifth-ranked running back now. He's kind of he's coming out of nowhere. He's a steady steady guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a three-down guy. the ball. Yep. They really don't have a backup for him. I think it's Chase Edmonds or something, but he barely plays at all.
0: He can so. get the tough yards.
1: Yep. All right. The
0: yeah. other playoff consolation, um, our boy
1: Getch. Yeah, Beats there we go. Is... Go figure he loses the, pretty much the entire regular season, but come playoff time. He's a he's a
0: playoff player, that Getch. <laughs> Beats Joey 138-117, to 117, even though he came in last place. In the regular season, he had <laughs> Singletary with 24 points, but then he had Bijan Robinson with 0. 0.4. So that was a a little That's bit. That's gonna down. be
1: interesting to see how Bijan turns out overall.
0: Right, like he can go big or he can have almost nothing. Yeah. His big contributor was Jalen Waddle. With Tyreek out, Jalen had yeah. nine catches for 142. He also had. Uh, Joe Flacco. We talked about Flacco last week.
1: Yep, we talked about the senior citizen. Flacco
0: picked up $4 million last week by <laughs> winning in Chicago. What a, what a week for Joe Flacco. What a week for Gutch. Getch gets to uh, play me this week. I got to say, I like my chances likewise. Let's check out my, my matchup with Gutch here. It's going to be closer than yours, I think. Right now, I'm projected to win 146 to 130, so I got about a 15-point advantage. Neither of us had any players playing on Thursday, but I did... Bench Derek Carr late uh, and, he, and he ended up having his best game of the season he did
1: I, I actually picked up the Rams defense because you have no faith in Derek Carr because I have no faith in Derek Carr at all and he proved me wrong a little bit you yep. know he threw for 319 and three touchdowns
0: including a two-point conversion and so he had almost 30 points but I I put him on my bench I well Always pick Geno Smith over Derek Carr. I think if Geno Smith is healthy, regardless of the matchups, and because there's the potential for the point stack with Lockett. Geno Smith does like Lockett. Like he's a safety valve, so mm-hmm. he's a PPR guy with 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 Geno in. But when Geno's not playing, Lockett's pretty much useless.
1: That's yeah. In my other in my underdog league, I needed Metcalf to go off for about a hundred yards and two touchdowns. But with mm. Drew Lockett, quarterback, that's yeah. Not, not happening. He's not making it. I wasn't any expecting risky... it to happen and it didn't. No, definitely
0: not. So, uh, my, my matchup with Getch will be close. Getch, if you're listening, uh, if you turn your team name into Watch Out Pat, you are pretty much going to beat me this week. So, that's your <laughs> that's your chance. That's how you make up 16 points. Watch Out Pat. McGiblets needs a shakeup. I think they need a team shakeup. I think they mm-hmm. need a playoff shakeup. And so, just looking back at the two expansion teams, right? Like three years on now, A- both Aarons joined the league, and they're in two seemingly completely different, different paths. Different, yeah. Their trajectories are not Quite not parallel. Different, not parallel at all. Aaron Getchel has two consecutive last place finishes mm-hmm. and number one overall pick, and Aaron Babakwa achieves first round buy status, which Top is something the something only I've achieved maybe twice in sixteen years and. He did it in his third year. So it's pretty pretty, cra- pretty crazy, pretty incredible. A meteoric rise mm-hmm. by Mr. Bavakwa.
1: Mm-hmm. You want to talk Vikings? Let's talk Vikings. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, this is going to hurt. This This is This, this is gonna... It's a gut punch after yeah. last week. Last week was just, uh, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you happen to watch it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I went down to Olsums for his 40th that, 40th birthday yeah. party and Josh was there so I actually got to talk with Josh a bunch and yeah we watched it together and <laughs> on the pod last week I said if they if they score 24 we'll we'll score 28 mm-hmm. well it was close yeah, it was close I mean it we, was
1: close we were two tush
0: pushes away from getting <laughs> that field goal and winning 27-24 and end up getting stopped on third and fourth down I mean, the, they, everybody's been talking about this. Do, do you want to talk about it?
1: Oh, I, I just want to talk about the Tush Push. Yeah. And, okay, I was I was totally in favor of doing the Tush Push twice, actually. Yeah, I did, too. So, I go, do it just, twice. We're going to get it. One it's just time. why in God's holy name do you have Powell yeah. being the pusher behind Mullins? Yeah. Like, put in Hawkinson back there, yeah. and you have a first stone.
0: yeah. Somebody said, just put just put Daniel Hunter back there and lift him up and carry him across. <laughs> you had a better chance with that. Um, yeah. I think O'Connell said all week he was trying to disguise it a little bit. And if, if Powell's in there, they maybe change their formation and don't send in their... I don't know. It's dumb. It was dumb. It, it's it's it was- basically Kevin O'Connell doing what I do, where I look up the matchups, overthink it, Play the wrong players, end up losing That's it. Kevin O'Connell pulled the pulled the pat Col yeah. on on the actual on the actual game where it matters. so I thought Mullins managed the game fine. He, he wasn't the reason we lost. no, it was I mean bad coaching at the end, and I thought our defense played fine, but they did end up leaking three touchdowns in a row there, but like which well, shouldn't happen right, but. Uh, T. Higgins, that catch where he caught it and then he like reached blindly around the around his back. I, mean, I got to give him credit. But yep. If our defensive backs had any um, positional awareness or <laughs> situational awareness, there's no force out rule anymore. So anytime someone jumps on the sideline, you just, just push, push them, them out about. Push them they should have done it to um, Cortland Sutton in Dallas or in Denver a couple yep. weeks back when. He, he caught made the ball that one-hander. He made that catch right at the back of the end zone, right at the end of the game, and a Caleb Evans or I don't know who it is, but he's like going up to try and intercept it. No, you just stand there, let him go up, and then just shove Shovel him out of bounds as he gets like, and you win the game. They were thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna get this ball," and I, it wasn't a Caleb Evans, but it was maybe it was. It was the same guy um, sitting under the the T. Higgins pass. Like Browning just throws up a prayer to the corner
1: absolute prayer yeah
0: he, he probably closed his eyes and threw that yeah. one yeah and yeah t higgins like you know high points the ball which is athleticism what coming into play. Do. Yeah. right but the defensive back was like standing under it like like yeah. like denard span trying to come down <laughs> with that in center field and then all of a sudden this guy comes out of nowhere yeah. grabs it falls out of bounds reaches behind his back over the pylon yeah
1: yeah, you got T. Higgins there as, what, a 6'3", something wide receiver, super athletic, jumping super high, and you got our defensive back flat-footed looking like he's ready to make a fair catch or right, something. Right, right. Camped so, under it,
0: thinking he was going to – it was all him. who's camped under it. So what do you think? Do you do we have a chance of making the
1: playoffs? I am – as much as I want to say yes, I'm going to have to say no. I just don't see us winning in detroit and i think we'll probably have to win out to make the playoffs because there's Mm -hmm. i think there's now the rams with their win on thursday night are uh eight and seven and i think we're we're seven and seven and there's now two or three other teams that are seven and seven and i don't know i'm just we're like i said we're not nick mullins is good but whether he can lead yeah. us to a playoff push, that uh, that seems a little out of reach for me. Um, yeah.
0: I would have to it's, agree. I don't think they, they have it in them. And I appreciate their willingness to entertain us as fans, because there's never going to be a, a dull game.
1: We're always going to be around. It's, there's always hope. Been... It hasn't been a dull season. We never know what exactly to expect.
0: No, there is no dull game so far for the Vikings. Uh, Almost every game has been a one-score game. I would expect this Christmas Eve game against the Lions to go down to the last play or last series, last drive.
1: Where we back off again. Yeah, yeah,
0: (laughs) we back off and give up late touchdowns. I'd like to see our stats on how many points we've given up in the fourth quarter. I mean, like quarters one through three, lights out. Yeah. Fourth quarter, not so much. Nothing. Just let them go. Can't, can't, can't close it down. And so it's. I don't see us making the playoffs either, with all the other teams kind of at, at or around us the same record. So. Yeah. You've got something in your notes here that you probably have more experience talking about than I do. So. Do you want to talk Minnesota basketball? Yeah, just yeah, something else.
1: we we'll throw. After all, we are what? What is the name of our podcast? Football and uh, uh, easy, easy PK
0: talk, fantasy football and other stuff.
1: So, so this is this falls under this, the the other this stuff. This falls under the other stuff.
0: Oh, the, speaking of, did, how do you, what do you think of our new our new stickers? I love them. Uh, if you want to explain what yeah. you did there, <laughs> so I took our podcast artwork, which I created on my iPad, <laughs> which if well, you've seen the, if you're listening, you've seen the podcast, you've probably seen the artwork. So it's just the the golden football with our little logo, using PK talk fantasy football and other stuff. And I just typed into Google uh, just to see how much it would cost to get custom vinyl stickers printed up. And it's fairly reasonable actually. And so I got 200 vinyl stickers printed up last week and they were delivered to me a couple days ago. And now we've got, uh, you know, couple two hundred okay. two by two inch by two inch vinyl stickers to hand out to all of our loyal. We have listeners. advertising. Yeah, we can slap yeah, it on the back of your car. I want to see this on the back of the van. When I see you oh, quite, there we go. rolling yeah. around, I'll be like, yeah. It's kind of small.
1: Like you got to get pretty close to be able to read what's there, but um, it's 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 something. It's it's advertising. We'll give one to you, and we'll give you an extra one to get, so you can give one to someone else. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Anybody who who sends us. Messages on the on the uh, mailbag. We'll leave your address and we'll we'll mail we'll you some. Send one. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Free uh, of charge. I'll, I'll even pay for shipping. <laughs>
1: there we go. There we go. All right. Let's All talk right. about some other stuff. Here. All right. So on to uh, the Minnesota basketball scene has really come on over the last 10, 15 years as far as high school and whatnot, mm-hmm. and it, now it's starting to transfer to the. college and the pros uh first off let's talk the wolves who have they did lose two games ago to the 76ers so now I think they either have the best record in the NBA or they're tied for the best record at I think it's 21 and 7 or something and out of all those games they only have one home loss this year so the target center's really been home cooking and if you, ever, if you ever have a chance to watch one of their games, it's actually kind of exciting. They play good defense. They got the defensive music or whatever going, mm-hmm. whatnot. So they're kind of fun to watch. Uh, they really have a three-headed giant in uh, Anthony Edwards who's, what, 22, 23 years old yeah. and is an absolute superstar. Freakish athlete. They got Carl Ant- Anthony Towns who's been in the league for about seven years now and he's playing the best he's ever played and they have the crowd favorite rudy gobert who's seven feet tall french just a defensive juggernaut Mm -hmm. they call him the stifle tower (laughs) oh i like that good good nickname perfect nickname for him um in addition they got great role players uh the big three i talked about really should all be all-stars but that won't work out there's never three guys on a team on a team right they will be be alternates they won't be starters yep there's just not enough spots and like i said the target center is really becoming the place to be for uh pro sports here and then we got the gophers and this is my wheelhouse i've been a gopher basketball fan since since i can remember since i could probably talk oh nice. for whatever reason they've always just uh I've clung on to them for whatever reason, through the good years, through the bad years, and they are—they've been in a terrible slump the last. We'll call it the last decade or okay. so. Yeah. But it looks like they might finally be coming out of it. Uh, they're they were eight and three. They actually just had a game on Thursday to make them nine and three. They beat Paul's uh, Ball State, so not much of a not much to talk about there, but. Yeah, it's the pre or not preseason, it's like but non-conference, non-conference schedule. So they're no. just kind of gearing up for the conference schedule. They actually have played two conference games already. They're one and one there, which I think last year they had two or three conference wins. So they're they're going to beat that mark pretty pretty quickly, pretty easily. And the reason they're able to now is in college basketball and football, they got the transfer portal, which. Mm-hmm. you you can immediately you can turn a 10 and 20 team into a 25 and 5 team mm-hmm. in a year just by getting guys off the transfer portal and we got uh good mix of high, this last year we got a good mix of high school recruits and transfers um two transfers we got in the backcourt Mike Mitchell and Elijah Hawkins are both Way upgrades versus what we've had Mm, at any mm. time in the past. Um, Elijah Hawkins is a point guard. He actually played in the tournament last year for Howard, I believe. And then Mitchell comes from Pepperdine, and I believe he was the leading scorer in the West Coast Conference as a freshman. So those two are very good. We're led by Dawson Garcia. He's actually from Savage. Mm -hmm. Our coach, Ben Johnson, is really trying to make a point to keep The best homegrown talent here, so having him on our team helps a lot. Right now, he's out with an ankle injury, unfortunately, but he kind of came to us in a roundabout way. First, went to Marquette, then he went to University of North Carolina for a year, and then he came here for. uh, It was actually a family hardship waiver was the way he was able to come here, and we have a deeper roster than we've had in in years. we got uh, our our big man, uh, Farrell Payne, is just an absolute load inside. He's 6'9", 250 pounds as a sophomore. Mm, he mm-hmm. can, he'll can get the ball at the three-point line, turn around, back you down right under the hoop, and just put it in for a layup. Um, we got two guys coming off of two ACL injuries, both of them, mm-hmm. and there's really a Big question mark there was, you know, will they actually will they be able to play Big Ten basketball mm-hmm. after that? And they are both proving very capable of. Parker Fox is an absolute athlete. He, some of the dunks he can do are unbelievable. Okay. Um, and then our we got our super athlete Jolaola Joseph. He can jump out of the gym. And then I guess the last person I want to talk about is. Roderick Carrington, who is currently out for uh, personal reasons, he was Minnesota's Mr. Basketball three years ago. Okay, and it was kind of nice on the Gopher message board once he went out with personal reasons. A lot of pretty much everyone was saying, you know, to you know, hopefully you get better. You know, it it actually takes bravery to come out and say you have personal problems that you need to take care of. And we were just saying, you know, 25 years ago, had this happened, yeah. he would have been ridiculed, been called a wimp and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see how things have changed over the years. Mm-hmm. So that's the gopher go lay down as it stands right now. And we'll see what happens. Conference play starts right after New Year's. and Yeah. We'll Goes see right up to
0: February, end of February, right? Yep. And then,
1: then you got tourney time.
0: Have you been to the barn lately to see a game? I have not, it's been, no. It's been a while for me, too. I'm thinking about um, getting my kids up there. Yeah, I, I was looking online for Timberwolves tickets, and even the worst ticket in Target Center is like 50 bucks per yeah, ticket. So good for them. Like They're is, selling yeah. out 18000 19000 at Target Center every week, but it's not cheap ticket. It
1: is. It's a raucous atmosphere, and it's the place to be what do you want to talk about it's it is december 23rd already you want to talk it did about. it already did that it, happen it happened yeah I mean, you know, what happened didn't we just have halloween or yeah. uh, i'm still eating halloween you the, candy wouldn't you think there'd be snow outside by now and, this is yeah. crazy for those they were, of you they were saying it was going to be a record christmas day as far as temperature, temperature goes. wise yeah. yeah it's like 40 50 out here Hot, normally a
0: high temperature in Minnesota at this time of year. For those of you who maybe are listening to us from out of state, I don't know how many of the there are. Yeah. But uh, it's usually, you know, high 30s or low 30s, high 20s at this time of the year. And for sure, snow on the ground. I remember last year, we had probably had two feet of snow on the ground at this point, but not it, this year.
1: They said the rain that we're supposed to get on Christmas, had it been snow, it would have been about 10 inches. Yeah, that sounds about right. We, my wife and I moved into our our new house now
0: two years ago. The day after, which was a uh, December ninth or tenth back in twenty twenty one, the day after we had fifteen inches of snow. So that's like my <laughs> first day at the new house. I broke out the snowblower. Welcome was, home, President. Yeah, Welcome in, President. Yeah, yeah a, little, a little housewarming and it's fifteen inches of snow. It was, it was nice. It's fun though. But we haven't had anything like that in a while. But yeah, Christmas is coming up.
1: Christmas is coming up. Oh it man.
0: Yeah, Christmas.
1: So. um yeah, what's what what are your plans? Um, we got our big plans are actually Christmas Eve. My uh, brother's family's coming over and they used they used to not come over at Christmas Eve. but they were they'd celebrate it on their own at their house and they'd always have uh they'd make prime rib. Mhm. So lucky for us they called this year and said, Hey, we're coming down and we're going to bring the prime rib and cook it up and we're all going to eat prime it rib a, to go Prime rib to go as a family. Yeah. I was just telling my dad, like, I honestly don't think I've ever had prime rib before. Really? No. So I am super excited about, super excited about that. Yeah. It's good. Yep. Yeah. Um, this year my niece is a freshman in high school. So I asked her what she wanted and you'll never guess what she asked for back or what she wanted she said get me tall nike socks okay i was like nike socks and apparently she just loves them and my nephew has a bunch and she was always stealing his so my nephew was getting mad so she finally asked for Nike socks, so I got her that. Yeah. I'm like, well, I can't just get her Nike socks. Yeah, like, that's more. That's like something
0: your, your, some your mom puts in your Christmas stock. Yeah, stocky- yeah right? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Uncle Elliot got me socks again. Nobody Woo-hoo. wants to be Uncle Elliot who's getting <laughs> socks.
1: I want so, to be Uncle Elliot who's yeah. like,
0: get me a new car yeah. or something.
1: Uncle Elliot would have dropped on the cool meter, and I just got her socks. So yeah. what I decided to do was any any girl her age get. Just go to the Lululemon site. Yeah. Close your eyes, point and point and buy something, and you'll be a rock star yeah, in their eyes. Yeah. For sure. So that's what right I with her. Got her a uh, nice little uh, waist fanny pack type yeah. thing that you could also throw over your shoulders. Perfect. And then uh, for my nephew, him and his friends are just getting into skiing now, and it's kind of funny. My so he's getting skis on. Christmas Day. Does he know this? And does he listen to the pod? He does, and neither of them listen to the pod. Okay, so, good. So, so, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I can go into this. Do, yeah. I, do I need to
0: wait until like Monday? No, no. To, to post? or we no, good? No, we're, we're okay, good. Okay, okay, we're good. Yeah.
1: So I just got him, a, a, you know, a nice ski hat and cool ski gloves. My parents got him some uh clothing. Yeah. Winter, you know, ski type clothing. So it's gonna be kind of funny. He's probably gonna be opening our presents here and being like, You got me you got me gloves. Yeah. But I can't tell him like, well, I got you gloves because you're going 'cause you, you're, getting, you're skis. getting skis. So hopefully he you'll hopefully he'll at least pretend to like the the presents we get him on yeah. Christmas Eve and then it will all come clear Christmas Day and I'm sure right. we'll get a text saying, Hey, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. But, yeah. It's yeah.
0: I'm sure he'll be quite grateful. Your uh, your brother's kids are nice kids, I'm sure.
1: Yep, yeah. and it's cool. I'm sure. I mean, you know this more than anything, having kids. But it's just way cooler now giving presents than getting them yeah. in my mind.
0: Yeah, we're we're old and we've got all the stuff. Like anything yeah. that we we need at this point, we just go get. Like, we can go get ourselves. Yeah. yeah. But we don't. But yeah, giving presents is, is fun. Yeah, we're gonna have an action-packed week actually. With Brittany's dad's in town, staying at a hotel. Our house is full of people. You know, three kids, three kids, and an exchange student. So there's not a lot of room to stay at our house. And Brittany's brother just had a, a brand new baby. Well, not brand new. She'll be one in February. But he's gonna stay at a hotel. But we're gonna be hanging out all weekend there, eating lunch right now without me. I'm here. Not, I never, not bad. Huh? Not bad. Not a bad yeah. backup plan to be with you here, Elliot. We got a little B dubs, had a beer, record the pod. This is a great Saturday, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. Tomorrow we spend the Christmas Eve with Brittany's dad, and his his sister lives up in Fridley, and we'll we'll do some stuff with uh, Brittany's dad's side of the family Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day we'll open presents and head over to Brittany's mom's house um, in Rosemount and have turkey. So that's our big our big meal is another is turkey. I, I like turkey. I don't mind turkey for Thanksgiving and and Christmas. So that's that's always that's always tasty. But yeah, giving gifts this year, the kids have gotten. Um, so so I have an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty that I've had since college. Maybe you probably even we remember. We, we, we probably it, played yeah. on this one. It's been mm-hmm. almost fifteen years since we've been in college, or twenty years. But but yeah, same Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty as college. And- actually maybe that was an xbox xbox 360 came after college but anyway it doesn't matter it's old and the kids are like can we get a nintendo switch and i and i just keep telling them you got to wait till the xbox dies so they cross their fingers every day they're like dad is the xbox dead yet i'm like nope still going going strong so last year that's when they started really pushing the nintendo switch and we told them "Mom, well, once the xbox dies we'll get you a nintendo switch and this year we we're gonna surprise them with a Nintendo Switch. Right. Yeah, right. So, How old are they? Uh, my oldest is nine, and she's really into Harry Potter. And so Nintendo has this Hogwarts game that she really wants. They have a Harry Potter themed Nintendo. It's only on Nintendo. You can't get it on like Xbox or anything. They don't even make new games for Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. So you can't even get <laughs> a new game, or the, they don't make the controllers. So if your controller like it's, it's pretty much obsolete in the technology. So it's time to upgrade. It, this thing is. Because it's seriously over 10 years old, maybe 15 years old. It makes a lot of noise when it runs. It's like, it almost sounds like an airplane <laughs> taking off. Like the fans just running hard. Anyway, they don't know it yet because they asked just last week, oh, I hope we get a Nintendo Switch. I'm like, well, is the Xbox dead? And they're like, no. So yeah. I think they'll be pretty, they'll be pretty surprised right. when it. Nice. So we got that. And um, I got them a, a soccer game and a Mario Kart. And I think a couple of other games are coming as well from different people. So
1: that's what we're... That's, still have Mario Kart, huh? Yeah. They that have like, was
0: one of my favorites. There's like Mario Kart 8 now or 9. Yeah. There's like 9, 10 editions of Mario Kart. And they all just keep getting bigger. So you can out play all the old tracks and then they just keep adding new tracks. So oh, you really? play all the Vintage nice. tracks. Yeah. So that's the big one. Getting my... Wife, a couple, of, a couple of little items. I don't know. She kind of listens to the pod, so I probably shouldn't say anything. Probably leave that one out. She, she likes to fall asleep to the podcast. She doesn't listen to it for the content. She just likes it because... Our voices are our soothing. Our voices is soothing, on. yeah. We can, we can put anybody to sleep. Hey, maybe we're that bad. Yeah, maybe. No? <laughs> well, maybe we're, we're that g- bad or that good. Yep, one but. of the two. But I will. Uh, I'll let you know how the how the Nintendo Switch goes. Because and I got him a couple extra controllers, so now we'll have four controllers, so everybody can play. There's I think there's a Mario Party game. Do you ever play Mario Party, where you kind of get together and play like mini games? They're all like Mario Brothers theme games. So
1: hmm.
0: yeah, you know, it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. So so that's our our Christmas plans, and that's
1: pretty much it. So yeah. Wow. talking about that Xbox, that makes that guy that makes you feel old, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Makes you think we've been out of college for almost 20 years, no. which Yeah. which I was, I was laughing. I was watching the, one of the football games the other day and it's, you, you don't think about it, but they're talking about these old veterans and whatnot and they're like 34. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. What? They, they were always older than me. What happened? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> it puts you definitely in perspective. Put, when you Put it
1: in perspective for sure.
0: Well, I think it's we better wrap up. It was really fun to to record with you live and in person in your basement. This is, this has been fun. We, in case you know, those of you who listen in, we we usually record from our from our own sites and then we kind of bring the two Mesh pieces t- together. But we were able to get together today and have a little lunch, watch a little English Premier League soccer, and chat it up about beat and a beer. Beat dubs and a beer, you can't beat that. Can't beat it. Anyway, e. It was awesome to get to hang out with you today. And uh, I think the best way to end this is uh,
1: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of our loyal listeners. Absolutely. All right. Take care, everybody.